0: Hello and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Nicole Peroni. Peroni, I just butchered it. I heard it. I heard yeah. it. Can you say it correctly for me? Perino. 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 There you go. You said yeah. rain, and I'm like, it didn't, it didn't click. Didn't do it. It didn't do but it. I
1: like your version better, actually. It's kind of cool <laughs> well, um, to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like a little flare.
0: So before we get started, I just want to remind all my listeners that September 28th, Thursday night, I'll be hosting my fundraiser. So if you're able to participate, please join us um, for our suicide, our yearly suicide fundraiser. Um, all the notes will be and links will be in the show notes. But let's today we are here to talk about Miss Nicole. So Nicole and I met through networking, and I feel like that's been my common theme, today on my recordings, is through networking. And you are a home ownership, financial education advocate and mortgage advisor for you, you mortgage, right? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Like a mouthful. I put it all in there.
0: You put it all in there. Like, listen, this is a who I am. Hello.
1: I am. Because I like to, I like to say advisor, um, and home ownership advocate, because I do truly believe that home ownership is the best way to build wealth, owning homes, owning real estate. But also I put the education piece in there because that is super critical to the whole overall mission of, you know, people building wealth through homeownership is they need education first. So I like to throw that in there too, as an advocate for education, especially at younger ages. For sure.
0: I, I speak, you know, I do this podcast, you know, weekly and things. And I so I speak to, you know, other mortgage advisors, I speak to financial advisors, and they do agree with what you're saying in the sense of education is so, so important, especially when you're making such a big uh purchase, right? It's, I think mm-hmm. the person I was talking earlier said- is probably about the first or second biggest purchase you you make in your life, right? And so all that education is so important for it, but also like you said, it's an investment,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yes. An investment. Yeah. And the other thing about about it, education being important is not even just knowing the process once you're ready to go through it, but what about before you get to that point? There's a lot of steps you need to take to make sure you're set up for success. And I think a lot of people, even myself included, like you either have, you either kind of fall into it by accident. um. You know, your credit happens to be good, but it wasn't like you did it really on purpose. I mean, I, I definitely didn't know what I was doing when I was building my credit. Yeah. All I knew was that my, and I was lucky to have my dad there to educate me and my mom as well, to let me know, hey, saving a little bit every month will help you, you know, in case you need. But But it was like, oh, in case my car breaks down. It was little things. It was like, oh, I'm saving for, in case I need, you know, to get a new car and I have to drive to work or something. It was like, it wasn't thinking big picture. And I think that's what's missing for a lot of young adults. They don't have the big picture in mind. So they don't know what they're saving for. They can't even figure out a goal in mind because they don't have the knowledge of what it takes. They don't know how much it costs to buy a home. You know, they they might know it's more important. It's, it's better than renting. They might know it's an important thing. But what are the steps they have to do to get there? How much do they have to save? how can they make sure that their credit is on point? Because by the time they come to someone like me, Oh, I want to get a mortgage. I want to buy a house. It might be the timeline isn't going to work out. I'm not going to say it's too late, but the timeline isn't going to work out the way they want it to work out. Because if their credit's not good, now they have to wait another six months to fix it or three, at least three months, you know, whatever it's going to take, or they don't have the money saved. How long is that going to take to save when they could have been just putting a little bit away for a longer period of time and time would have been on their side if they had just known earlier on.
0: Yeah. I think it's one of the things that, you know, we talk about what's missing in our education system is something this quote unquote simple, right? We all want to buy a house of some sort in our life. You know, we want to start a family and things like that. And so, but how do you even do it? Like you said, credit. Sometimes it's just accidentally I had great good credit and you're like, oh, yay. Yay for me. I don't know what I did, but <laughs> Exactly, You know, and then there's some people like that like you said, you know, maybe the, the parents instilled in them going, hey, you know, save money. But like you said, we don't know what we're saving for. So when I get to college and I have savings, I'm not thinking about a house in college. Yes. I'm still thinking about, this, still thinking about those cute shoes I want that I'm going to wear once and break my ankle in. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah. I'm not thinking about the bigger picture. So for a parent that's listening, what advice would you have for them to talk to their their kids about in the sense of savings and things.
1: Yeah, I would say the more you can tell them the better like transparently about what maybe what you went through. Talk to them about how the process was for you buying a home. I mean considering their age maybe high school or above to, like ju- don't just tell them to save just to save. Explain to them, you know, there's there's apps out there, there's ways they can they can budget just on a piece of paper. Right. We have a great um app called YouSafe where you can track all of your, like all of your accounts. You can look at your credit. It does a soft pool. Um, so just get something on their phone. I mean, everyone has a phone. All kids have mobile phones now. So it's like cell phone, just get something there that they can look at and make sure they understand why they're saving, how much it really costs to buy a home, why it's important to buy a home. And then the other thing would be credit. Just try to explain to them, you know, and you can Google some of these things, but maybe also if you're a parent, you have a financial advisor or, you know, a credit repair specialist or even your real estate or your mortgage advisor that you use when you bought your house, ask them if they have, you know, access to a credit specialist or, um, a financial advisor that could just impart some little knowledge on you that you could then share to your child. Um, so they know how important it is, like to get a credit card, but not be scared of it because that's a lot of pe- things people are afraid of too. Yeah, The kids, they don't know. So then I see people old into their later into their late 20s and they don't think they want to get a credit card because they're scared they're going to go into debt. But if they had just known, it, it's okay. If you just spend as much as you have in your bank account or less, and then make sure you pay it off at the time the statement is due, not only are you gonna be fine, you're not gonna go into debt, but you're also gonna build up credit, which is gonna allow you to borrow money, which everyone does and wealthy people do a lot of it.
0: I think you're saying so much. One, the credit card, right? Having a credit card, having the education on how to use the credit card. You mentioned apps, which is so important. Can you repeat the app that you mentioned that you guys use? Oh yeah, it's called You Safe. we'll mm-hmm. put that in the notes too. But, um, there's so many different apps out there, and like you said, even if it's just a piece of paper having mm-hmm. something I think you mentioned too that scared part people are scared to look at their finances because it's scary so most people if you go to them and they're saying, well, what's in your bank account most people don't know for me to check my bank account all the time and know what's coming in and out it's scary and people get scared of not having that money and so we avoid it and that's not getting us anywhere but education is a piece becoming aware. Okay. I have this amount of money this month. That's okay. What am I going to do about it? And haven't been taking that scaredness away from our finances. Cause like you mentioned, even the wealthiest people have credit cards, they're taking money out. Like they are know the system, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I think people get scared as well when they, they look and they see maybe a deficit in their account or it's low. They don't know what step to take. They don't know how to take action, and they maybe don't even they don't even know where to turn. Yeah. So, even when you're in good place, even when you're in a good place, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm got a good job. I'm making a lot of money. Still, set yourself up with resources, people that you can talk to, places you can go. Whether it's a resource, whether it's a mobile app that you know gives you advice something so that when you get into that place where you're like, uh Oh, I'm a little scared now. You won't have to just ignore it. You can say, you know what? I have these resources already set in place for myself that I know I can go to, to get me on the right track again. It might just be a little bit of a, you know, it's never a catastrophe. It might just be a little tweak that you got to make.
0: I love that. I love that. You know, so say there is an issue quote unquote, right. You know, whether I'm not making enough money, there's this bill coming out. It's, it's not that you can't do anything at all. I think we get stuck there. I'll like, go, oh, okay, well, this is my life. I've, I'm not gonna be the one that's going to buy a house. I'm not going to be, but it's figuring out the little things that you're going to do. And you mentioned that we're time earlier, quite a few times. Uh-huh. And um, you know, and so it is time. And I think that's kind of where it's, it's being scared, but also being a lack of patience and not because is anything wrong, but, we want what we want and we see other people getting things, what we want. And it's very frustrating.
1: Absolutely. It can be so frustrating. And it's like, why is life not, you know, on my side or why? I guess I just, you throw your hands up. I just, I can just, I can never do it. Like I'll Thanks. even, I've, I've seen people online, like I'm, I'm posting and people are commenting like, oh, you're assuming that it's easy to save. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You're right. It, it's not easy to save at this point in your life because it's already so far gone. You've been, you've been making money for how long since you were some people, since they're 14, 15, 16, I got my first job. I was 16. I probably could have so much more money right now if I was really diligent about it, but not knowing that it would matter one day. Why? Like you said about the shoes, like, yeah, I'm going to buy the shoes. I'm going to, I'm going to travel far with my car because I can drive. I'm going to buy all these snacks and And food and just like experiences with my friends, which is good. That's good to do too. But but like putting it into a bucket of like, all right, fun experiences, and also long term goal. But I think it's just hard in general for young kids to even wrap their heads around setting goals. So I think that's a whole different topic. It's a whole different topic as an adult.
0: (laughs) But you know you're absolutely right. And your last point before we move to the next segment is that like I remember you support ten going through college and things like that and. Uh, about a year ago I saw one of my friends I used to bartend with and we had that conversation going we used to make so much money what the heck did we do with it you know and it's exactly what you said oh well I'll pay for dinner tonight I got it I had an extra tip and why were we not saving if we save that extra money and listen this is not saying don't live your life go travel have fun things like that balance is a whole other you know episode within itself but um yeah if we started a little bit younger having that knowledge of where it would get us I think I think we'd be in a different spot, but with that, we're talking a lot about stress. So let's get into the next segment of talking about how you personally handle stress. So with your job, what is one, one way your
1: job brings you stress? Okay. The job brings me stress mostly when, mostly when I have people come to me and it's frustrating to see that they don't have the proper education. That brings me a lot of stress because I'm, I'm a, I'm like a giver. I'm like a people person. I want to just give everyone a yes, yes, yes. You can do this. I want to say that it's going to work out. And when it doesn't, when it's not going to work out right away, it brings me a lot of stress because I, I just get mad and frustrated that, you know, they weren't aware of how much money it really costs. They didn't save up. They didn't know that their credit, you know, doing this impacted their credit or whatever. Um, Also just the, I wouldn't say it's, that's like a negative feeling of stress for me. More, more of just like a, a, a like excited stress, (laughs) a good stress. Yeah, that's the thing, you're Um, right. Yeah, yeah, excited like stress is is just like, is just the nature of the job. Things, things are moving through different statuses at all different times. There might be someone wanting to do a consultation about getting pre-approved early on but there might be someone later down the line who's getting ready to close on their house. So there, and then everything in between. So things can be happening at all different hours of the day and weekends. And and so it's, it can be difficult to balance because you really can't say, Oh, I'll get to that later when everything is on a deadline, these, this, yeah. someone is selling their house. Someone's buying a new house. Everything's timed perfectly. So nothing can go wrong. Um, and then of course you want a great experience for, my real estate agent partners that I'm working with, and my title agent partners, everyone involved. That's also that's all working towards getting the transaction closed, and also that's how they make money. That's their livelihood, and then we want a great experience for our mutual client because it's super stressful for them. They're they're concerned with are they going to get the house that they really want, and they're also it's it's personal information. If their credit, it's their bank statements, you know, it's, it's personal stuff that they're having to dig up and give to us. So just being on, it takes a lot of energy to be on top of it.
0: Well, I think what also I'm hearing too, when you said time again, right? So time is stressful, but also there's so many moving parts and moving relationships that you have as what you're doing. Like you said, there's all these people you have to communicate and then you're having to keep your client happy in, in the sense of like making them feel safe and heard, you know, and then go communicate through all these different other channels and just go, okay, I have this going, but also saying, okay, this is that deadline. You have to, like, there's a lot of coordination and it's just, Something's always moving. It sounds like yes. you know exactly. So, what would a relaxed you tell a
1: stressed out you? Oh, a relaxed me. Okay. Um. Oh, huh, this is easy <laughs> because I oh, think no. about it all the time when it's too late after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> so let this be record this recording. I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna remember it and I'm gonna replay it for myself. Okay, my because re- I'm pretty relaxed right now. I've been meditating. And I didn't understand the power of it really until I started doing it the past like few days, only few days. Um, okay, so my relaxed self would tell my stressed self, stand up, go for a walk, get outside, just go around the, just get the fresh air. I don't care if you're crying, screaming, upset, sad, depressed, hate life, go outside. Just go for a walk. And then um. I think that's the main one would just be like, get away, like move away from whatever you're doing right now, put the phone down, like stop looking at social media, stop looking at uh, scrolling on, on, you know, in our work chat or whatever things that are just like kind of trying to cope me. I think I'm coping with myself, but I'm really not. I'm just making it worse. So it's like, get up and like, just go outside and it shakes up everything. And it brings like a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. Just removing yourself from the, re- this the situation, right. And re-looking at it, it helps so many times because how often do we go into the situation? We get absorbed up. We only see that one answer. And when you walk away, you're like, Oh, Oh, I, I can breathe. It's crazy. It's <laughs> yes, exactly. I think so many people can relate to that. All right, Nicole, let's get into the lightning round. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What dish do you cook the best?
1: Ooh, I have to say this salmon that, uh, I stole the recipe from someone. I think my aunt gave it to me, but I've, I've really have perfected it over, over time. So it's salmon with, there's two ways you do it. I think one time it was actually mayo with Dijon mustard. Okay. But then, so that was like the, you spread it on, but um then we also tried it with yogurt one time and Dijon mustard. So it was, so it was like it might have even been vanilla, but I think plain vanilla yogurt, which sounds kind of weird, but and Dijon mustard. Mix that, spread it, then you put panko breadcrumbs on top, and then in the oven. It's pretty so, simple. Very I'll simple. Be over. I'll be over. But tonight. it makes it really good. It makes it still say stay soft, but it has that crisp top to it. It's really good. I'm
0: all about it. Is your bed made right now? Yes. Yes.
1: Love it. Love it. Very good at making the bed. What movie do you enjoy quoting from the most? Oh, my God. The Grinch, Jim Carrey. I was just quoting it yesterday. I don't know why we were talking about it yesterday. It is the all-time best movie to quote for stuff. Like, real-life stuff. Hilarious.
0: (laughs) What is your favorite board game?
1: Board game. Um, I don't, I don't know. I remember playing um, Candyland a lot when I was a kid with my sister. (laughs) I don't think we kept playing it. One that I played when I was older was Sequence. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty fun one. It's yeah, yeah. It's like cards and like, you have to get the chips based on the card in order it's pretty easy and just everyone anyone can pick it up yeah like Land, oh my god we used to play it we used to play it a lot like I, that came to my mind <laughs> so much so we played it so much that it came as a board game to my mind
0: for our listeners what would you say the best
1: way to contact you is best way to contact me is facebook or instagram My Mm -hmm. phone number is like on there, but also my phone number, 609-902-0937. I'll text. Anyone can just text me, call, but Facebook is good too, because there's, you know, content on there and things people can watch and engage with. I agree.
0: I agree. Definitely follow you as well. And all your information will be repeated in the show notes or wherever you found this podcast. Nicole, before I let you go, what is the one thing you want our listeners to know from this episode?
1: Okay. I want everyone to know that um, home ownership is so important. It allows you to homeowners are 40 times have 40 times more wealth than renters over the course of their life. Wow. So renting you are, and I know it's hard because I know it's hard to save money. Um, but I would say, understand the power of homeownership it's your, you're paying down an asset that you now own. You can pass down to your children. You can give to your family. You can use it as passive income by renting, renting the property. There's so many things that, um, that go into it. And if you feel like you're stuck and you feel like that's, Oh, that's never going to be me. Reach out to me. I'll connect you with someone or find a resource on your own and just get started. Don't get, don't stay stuck.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that! Oh, that's so powerful. That should have just been our
1: episode right there,
0: um, <laughs> Nicole. I can't thank you enough for coming on here. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Of course, it was awesome. Thank you, Jess.